The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the fifth chapter. Jesus said, You have heard that it was said to those of old, You shall not murder, and whoever murders will be liable to judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council. And whoever says, You fool, will be liable to the hell of fire. So if you are offering your gift at the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you are going with him to court, lest your accuser hand you over to the judge and the judge to the guard and you be put in prison. Truly, I say to you, you will never get out until you have paid the last penny. You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of your members than that your whole body be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of your members than that your whole body go into hell. It was also said, whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. But I say to you that everyone who divorces his wife except on the ground of sexual immorality, makes her commit adultery. And whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you have heard it said to those of old, you shall not swear falsely, but shall perform to the Lord what you have sworn. But I say to you, do not take an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by the earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the great, the city of the great king. And do not take an oath by your head, for you cannot make one hair white or black. Let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. In the movie, The Bucket List, two men meet in a hospital room after they had been diagnosed with lung cancer. Carter writes a bucket list, Edward funds it, and the two go on a trip around the globe. One day they are atop the Great Pyramid of Giza in Cairo and sit there in awe at the beauty of the two neighboring pyramids with the desert in the back. While they sit there, they begin to talk about faith and family and relationships. And Carter asks Edward two questions. Have you found joy in your life? Edward replies, without a doubt, yes. 
But then there's the second question, the really important one. Has your life brought joy to others? Now Edward gasps, I don't know. I don't think about how other people gauge. It turns out that Edward had lived his life for himself and alienated everyone who had come close to him. It was only when his life was running out that he realized he had gone the wrong way. But he could not have figured it out by himself. He needed a friend like Carter to tell him that. He needed a friend to take his wrongs and love him nevertheless. And then he needed this friend to show him that life has no real joy until it brings joy to others. That's exactly what Jesus does in our Gospel lesson from the Sermon on the Mount. He shows us that we have gone the wrong way, the way that leads to eternal death. He loves us even though he knows that our wrongs have nailed him to the cross. He forgives our wrongs and makes them right. He tells us that there is no joy where there is no love, that joy comes our way only when we are loved and when we love. The Sermon on the Mount is really a story about Jesus' love for us, a story of divine love in bodily form. It is as if Jesus said, I love you and this is how. I am poor in spirit and meek and just and merciful and pure in heart and a lover of peace. And I am persecuted for doing the right things. I am all that, and yet I know that I am blessed by God and happy. I am the salt of the earth and the light of the world, so that by my loving actions you may love me back. I have God first. I use his name for good and not for evil. I go to church. I honor authority and do no harm. I don't cheat, I don't steal, I don't lie. I'm happy with what God has given me. This is my life, and now it is yours. It's a gift. Take it, use it, live it. Do to others just as I have done to you. So the Sermon on the Mount is about the blessed life, the happy life, the life that brings joy to oneself and to others. It is not about rules and regulations and demands. Jesus doesn't want to burden you more than you already are. He wants you to be happy and to make other people happy. That's why he gives you the Sermon on the Mount as a gift as a new way of life that turns you away from yourself into the lives, needs, and concerns of others. Blessed by Jesus, you receive your calling and identity. The words that could only describe Jesus, he now uses to speak about you. 
You are the salt of the earth and the light of the world. What Jesus does in the rest of the sermon is to call you to be who you already are. Forgiven, blessed, a doer of good, a giver of joy. If this is who you are, if this is what you do, why would you want to live another way? There is no joy where there is no love. And there is no love where there is anger and murder and lust and adultery and broken relationships and lies and keeping score and hatred. That's not my way, says Jesus. I want you far from these things. They lead you to a dead end, to eternal damnation, not to life. My way is peace, reconciliation, purity, fidelity, truth, forgiveness, and love. But if the Sermon on the Mount still feels a little overwhelming, try this. When Jesus found you, you were speeding to death. He put a big red sign on the side of the road saying, Wrong way. And another sign saying, turn around. You could read that as law or as gospel. If it is law, perhaps you'll keep minding your own business and going. But if it is gospel, you give it a second thought. You realize that Jesus says that not because he wants to boss you around, but because he loves you, because he wants you to live and to make other people happy. So he shows you yet another sign with a big arrow saying, One way. Follow this way and you will live and be a joy to others. Follow the other way and you will die and hurt people as you go. When Jesus finds you on the road, he touches you with nothing but grace and love and forgiveness. And then he invites you to come to church and receive his word and body and blood, the tangible love of Jesus, which is all you need to love others and be a joy. He invites you to a community that gathers around him and is headed the same direction. A community that is steeped in his love. A community that is so compelling, so interesting, so exciting that you won't want to dwell on yourself any longer. Here in this place, you find out that there are no better things to do than to dwell on Jesus and on others. In the holy name of Jesus,